welcome to a new podcast, Learning About Your Heart. My name is Kurt Franklin. I'll be your host, and I'm afraid that as we start, I've got to get something out of the way. Here it is. I'm not a medical professional, and nothing that I say in this podcast should be construed as medical advice of any sort. I'm just a guy who has been forced to learn a lot about his heart and how to take care of it. I'm going to share my experience with you, sort of one patient to another, and hope that it will be entertaining, informative, and maybe, just maybe, a little bit useful. Now, let's start with how I got into this, because I didn't just decide one day that I was going to spend a lot of time learning about my heart. No, in the early part of this year, I was feeling bad, and by early February, I was feeling really bad and retaining a lot of fluid. I decided that it was time to go to the emergency room, and when I got there, I received the diagnosis of congestive heart failure. Now, I was fortunate in that I hadn't actually had a heart attack, unfortunate in that my heart had pretty much stopped working without that. The time that I was in the hospital, 19 days, saw a lot of tests, a lot of fluid weight loss, let me tell you, Lasix was my friend, and a lot of information that came at us like a fire hose. I tell you, we received more thick reports with diagrams, charts, tables, and words than you can shake a stick at. If being sick wasn't scary enough, just the sheer amount of information that came our way was terrifying. It's funny, we came out with what I would guess is around a thousand pages of information on the heart itself, what can go wrong, what had gone wrong, what they were doing to fix it, and what I needed to do to take care of it. All of that gets bundled up in a pile of information that you're supposed to take in. This podcast is going to be about how to sort through some of that, or at least how I've sorted through it. Now, during my 19 days in the hospital, I had what's called a cabbage, coronary artery bypass graft. Didn't just have one. I had three of the suckers. Two came from veins taken out of my right leg. I got a scar that's much smaller than the one my dad got when he had the operation about 15 years ago. And I got one from my chest to go along with the really nice zipper that pretty much covers my sternum at this point. The cabbage gave me new blood flow to the heart. Now I've got to go back and start doing rehab to make sure that the function of the heart increases. Now, the lesson that you can take from all the information they give you in the hospital is simple. It's that everything you want to eat and have eaten in the past will kill you now. And oh, by the way, to go along with all the things you can't eat, there are things that you have to do. Walking, getting exercise, keeping your stress level low. Hey, try doing that while you're not eating anything that tastes good. On and on and on. It's so easy to be overwhelmed. I was fortunate 
my wonderful wife was there with me every step of the way, taking notes, asking questions when I was too sick to ask questions, keeping things straight when I wasn't able to. And let me tell you, right after the surgery, it's really tough to keep things straight. That's one of the things that I think is critical, having someone with you every time a doctor or a nurse comes to talk with you so that you can keep up with the information. Without a helper, I don't know how anybody does it. Now, after the surgery, we were getting conversations with doctors and nurses, and we were getting all kinds of advice on what to do. Here's the important thing. I found that it was easiest if I talked to the doctors but listen to the nurses. The nurses are great with practical information. The doctors have great information as well, but I was surprised, to be honest, at how many different doctors I saw and how many times they were looking at the same data and coming up with entirely different interpretations and prognoses about what was going to go on. We'll get into more of that as the podcast series goes on. But one of the things I think I've discovered is that there's a reason they spend so much time just scaring the living daylights out of you. It's that they really expect that no one is going to actually listen to them. I'll give you an example. My first couple of days in the hospital, I was in a semi-private room and had a roommate. My roommate was also in with congestive heart failure, and he was getting respiratory therapy about every three hours. Well, my last day in that room, he decided that he was tired of hospital food. Boy, I understood by the time that I was finished with 19 days. But still, he decided he was tired of it. And so he got a relative to bring him a meal from Kentucky Fried Chicken. Original recipe with the biscuits. And I've got to tell you, there's no amount of hospital food that's going to make up for the KFC original recipe meal with the biscuits. So they expect people not to listen to them. I think they give the most frightening picture possible, hoping that something will sink in. Your job, if you actually are paying attention, is to take in what you need to, act on what you can, and know that you're going to get better at this. It's important to listen carefully Keep learning, but don't panic. Now, in future episodes of the podcast, we're going to talk about specific things that I've learned about my heart, about the procedure, about the diets, and about the medicine I'm on. I hope that you're going to find this interesting. I look forward to seeing you next time. And, oh, by the way, if you have suggestions or comments on this podcast, please feel free to go back to the website cf2group.com slash technotes and leave me a message there. Until next time, I'm your host, Kurt Franklin, and be well. We'll catch you later.